Euzubillahimineşşeytanirracim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Vessalatu vesselamu ala seyyidina Muhammedin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. Allahümme allimna ma yenfe'una ve enfe'ana bima allemtena ve zidna ilmen nafi'a. Esselamu aleyküm ve rahmetullahi ve berekatuhu. Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bedeüzzaman Said Nursi podcast series. In this podcast, we will continue to read the second station of the uh, 14th flash. In this uh, treatise, Ustad Nursi writes about the secrets of Basmala, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, in the name of God, the merciful, the mercy giver, or the merciful, the, the compassionate. Uh, in the last episode, we began reading the first secret. And he says, uh, as an introduction before this, that the secrets of Basmala appeared to him in the form of a light. And he tried to capture that light by uh, surrounding it with these secrets. The light, when it comes to the heart, does not have form, but in order to communicate, in order to convey the um, the meanings contained in that light, one needs to put it into form, articulated in language. So he tried to articulate it in, in language. He intended to have 20 to 30 secrets to surround the light, all, all of the light, but he was able to, uh, you know, capture about six or so of them and he writes them in this treatise the first secret we uh, began reading this and we could not uh, finish in the last episode so we will continue i will begin by reading the um, the beginning of the first secret first up to the point that uh, we were able to we were able to cover in the last episode and then i will read with uh, explanations, clarifications, insights, reflections, inshallah. Birinci sır, first secret. Bismillahirrahmanirrahimin bir cilvesini şöyle gördüm ki, kainat simasında, arz simasında ve insan simasında birbiri içinde birbirinin numunesini gösteren üç sikkeyi rububiyet var. I saw one of the manifestations of in the name of God, the merciful, the mercy giver, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, as follows. <clears throat> on the face of the universe, or the cosmos, on the face of the earth, and on the face of men, or mankind, are three stamps of rububiyyah. Uh, this is translated in the Shukran Vahide translation as dominicality and I had mentioned that I prefer lordship. One within other, like concentric circles, and each showing samples of the others. Concentric or interwoven. Biri kainatın heyeti mecmuasındaki teavun, tesanüt, teanuk, tecavübden tezahür eden sikke kübrahi uluhiyettir ki, bismillah ona bakıyor. The first is the great stamp of Uluhiyet, uh, and, and this, again, I mentioned, 
I prefer not to translate, but if we have to translate, it can be Godhead, Godhood, or something I forgot in the last episode, uh, which might you know, uh, be useful, divinity, right? The first is the great stamp of Uluhiyet, or let's say divinity, which is manifest through the mutual assistance, cooperation, and embracing and corresponding or harmony to one another of beings in the totality of the cosmos. This looks to in the name of God, Bismillah, the first part of the Basmala. The second i.e. this meaning is contained when it says this looks to this meaning the stamp of uh manifests in the mutual assistance cooperation embracing and corresponding to one another or beings in the totality here totality is an is a keyword of the universe contained it is contained in the meaning of bismillah the second is the great stamp of divine mercifulness which is manifest, or let me read the Turkish first. İkincisi, küreyi arz simasında nebatat ve hayvanatın tedbir ve terbiye ve idaresindeki teşabüh, tenasüb, intizam, insicam, lütuf ve merhametten tezahür eden sikke-i kübra-i rahmaniyettir ki Bismillahirrahman ona bakıyor. The second is the great stamp of divine mercifulness, rahmaniyet which is manifest through the mutual resemblance and proportion and order and harmony and favor and compassion that are observed, observable in the disposal and raising and administration of plants and animals on the face of the earth. So it was the face of the cosmos first and it was primarily how things interacted with, with each other. Now it is about how God is disposing, raising, caring for, administering, organizing, and so on and so forth, the plants and animals, animate beings, primarily animate beings, not only, but primarily animate beings, on the face of the earth. And he says, Ustad Mursi says, this meaning is contained in the name of God, the merciful, Bismillahir Rahman, the first two sections of the Basmala. So we had read up to this point and we will continue from there insha'Allah. He said that there were three steps and the third step Sonra insanın mahiyeti camiasının simasındaki letaif re'fet ve dekaiki şefkat ve şu'a'ati merhameti ilahiyeden tezahür eden sikke-i ulya-i rahimiyettir ki Bismillahirrahmanirrahim'deki ar-rahim ona bakıyor. Then there is the exalted stamp of divine compassionateness. And here the word is Rahimiyet, mercy giving. Rahim or compassionate is the word uh, that we are we are using to translate um, a Rahim. And Rahimiyet is the noun form of uh, this name of God subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then there is the exalted stamp of divine compassionateness or rahimiyet, which is manifest through the subtleties of... Now, as we come closer to the smaller unit, which is 
the face of mankind the subtlety increases in the first one it was very general and it was about the uh, overall observable interaction of things and the second one it was smaller on the face of the earth and it was about God's oversight of caring for um, disposal of raising of organizing of uh, animate primarily animate beings on the face of the earth now we are looking at mankind which is even smaller than the other two units and here the subtlety increases which is manifest through the subtleties of divine beneficence fine points of divine clemency and rays of divine compassion on the face of man's comprehensive nature now the word that's used for comprehensive nature nature is mahiyeti jamiyasının simasındaki mahiyeti jamiya if we are not thinking about each human being individually here but rather we are thinking about mankind in general we are thinking about the nature of state of situation of circumstances of mankind in general and when we look at that we see subtleties of refet beneficence and fine points of shefkat compassion and this is why i prefer to uh, use mercy giver for rahim as opposed to compassionate because there's another word out there shefkat or shafaqa in arabic shafqa uh, which we need to render by by uh, compassion or compassionate and these are important recognizing these subtle differences in connotation is important because Ustad Nursi builds an entire edifice of meanings on these connotations on these words Shafqat is a key word it may be one of the four key words to understand the Risale Hinur if we translated it as compassion and then Rahimiyet also as compassionate or compassion then we, we lose that uh, nuance in order not to lose that nuance I prefer to translate Rahim as mercy giver which then you know, corresponds to some of the uh, interpretations that the Mufassirun uh, those who uh, offered wrote exegesis of the Quran uh, suggested and I prefer to use compassion or compassionate for Shefqat but sometimes the position of the word does not allow us to use uh, compassionate or compassion for Rahim, Rahimiyet, because Rahimiyet is a noun and it's difficult to make a noun from mercy giver. I mean, mercy giverness or mercy givingness, so it's difficult to render it. So sometimes we will use compassionate or compassion uh, for Rahim. But otherwise, compassion is primarily Shefqat in. Uh, in the in the Risale Inur or in, in translating the Risale Inur there was a tangent so let me go to the beginning then there is the exalted stamp of divine compassionateness Rahimiyet which is manifest through the subtleties of divine beneficence fine points of divine clemency or compassion 
<coughs> shape cut is the word and rays of divine um, rays of divine compassion and here the word again is marhama another form of rahimiya and it is it is ilahi it is divine all of these are divine but the uh, word divine in the turkish is actually used for marhama only divine compassion on the face of so which is manifest through the subtleties of divine beneficence fine points of divine clemency and the rays of divine compassion on the face of man's comprehensive nature this looks to the compassionate in the name of god the merciful the compassionate or this looks to the mercy giver in basmalah in bismillahirrahmanirrahim in the name of god the merciful the mercy giver now to understand these three points and the first secret did not end but i will have another tangent here to understand these three points we also need to understand what what ustad nursi means by stamp here he said that there is a stamp right let me go look at the try to use the exact terminology that he uses there is a great stamp of divinity manifest on the totality of the universe and then there is a great stamp of divine mercifulness manifest on the face of the earth and then there is an exalted stamp of divine rahimiyet compassionateness uh, that is manifest on the man on the face of man's comprehensive nature what does he mean by stamp to understand this better we are going to um, read a small section from the 22nd word and a similar text can be found in another one of an earlier one of Ustad Nursi's uh, works in Mathnavi Nuri but here it is somewhat easier to read from here and we have the English language translation uh, readily available for this part this is the uh, second station of the 22nd word and in it the first flash so the first flash of the second station of the 22nd word Birinci Lema Tevhid iki kısımdır this is a really key concept the affirmation of divine unity or monotheism is of two sorts Tevhid monotheism this is another word to learn Tevhid to make one not to uh, make what is many bring together in one but rather to refuse all else and single out one as in la ilaha illallah there is no god look around there is no god in the universe but allah we rejected everything else when we singled out allah as the only god as the only deity worthy of worship <coughs> tawheed the affirmation of divine unity or monotheism is of two sorts and there will be an a metaphor to help us understand this better mesela nasıl ki bir çarşıya ve bir şehre büyük bir zatın mütenevi malları gelse iki çeşitle onun malı olduğu bilinir for example 
if the goods of a rich man arrived in a market or a town there are or like a bazaar imagine a an open space where people are selling things right arrived in a bazaar or a town there are two ways in which one would know that this merchandise is his a rich merchant his merchandise arrived in the town and the bazaar square of the town there are two ways that we would know that this merchandise merchandise belongs to him biri icmali amiyanedir ki bu kadar azim mal ondan başka kimsenin haddi değil ki sahip olabilsin bu kadar azim mal ondan başka kimsenin haddi değil ki sahip olabilsin one is brief and simple as with ordinary people it is brief and simple as an ordinary way of knowing this understanding this notion that this merchandise belongs to him and it is to say to think no one apart from this merchant is capable of owning such a vast amount of property you know we know all the merchants in the town we know their capacities we know how much uh, capital they have we know what they can purchase and bring to the town and this is incomparably more than anybody else's merchandise then we know that this property can be no one's but but this merchants he is the only one who can procure such a large amount of property and bring it to the town so therefore we know that this merchandise belongs to him fakat böyle ami bir adamın nezaretinde çok hırsızlık olabilir but if put under the supervision of an ordinary man i.e. a man whose understanding of uh, who whom this property belongs to is in this ordinary way under the supervision of uh, you know such a an ordinary man much of this property or not much of there might be many instances of uh, stealing from this property so we took this person and put him uh, there by the property as the guard of the property and his understanding of the fact that the property belongs to this merchant is that nobody else in the town can bring such a large amount of property to the town there can be many instances of robbery stealing under the uh, guardianship of this guard why parçalarına çok adamlar sahip çıkabilir many people may claim ownership of parts of not all of the property we know that such a large property cannot be brought to the town by anybody other than this merchant but people may come you know, thieves may come and, and and say well i believe you nobody can bring such a large property to the town other than this merchant therefore this merchandise this all of this 
pile of merchandise belongs to the, the rich merchant in the town. However, this little part here, this little uh, china bowl here, that is mine. It, it, it must have mixed in with the rest of the property. The rest is his, but this little bowl is mine, right? Many people, uh, there may be many claims of ownership to parts of the property. So I, I, I guess we saw the problem with this. İkinci çeşit odur ki, her denk üzerinde yazıyı okur, her bir top üstünde turrayı tanır, her bir ilan üstünde mührünü bilir bir surette, her şey o zatındır der. İşte şu halde her bir şey o zatı manen gösterir. The second sort is, the second sort of monotheism. Tevhid is by saying or by reading his, the merchant's writing on every packet. When he was purchasing this merchandise, he went through every packet one by one and wrote his name on it by recognizing his signature on every row and then he put his sign signature on them and seeing his seal on every bill every bill of purchase that are as associated with the property right his his writing his signature his seal Ustad Nursi uses uh, words yazı, turra, and mühür. Turra and mühür and sikke are very similar words that can all be translated as you know, signature or, or uh, stamp or seal. Actually, sikke is, could be rendered with seal better. But anyways, the word we used in reading the uh, first secret of Basmala in the second station of the 14th flash was Sikke, stamp. And here, Ustad Nursi, in this metaphor, Ustad Nursi is telling us that a, a, uh, a more elevated way of form of monotheism right, relates to the metaphor of a merchant who writes his name, puts his signature, and places his seal or stamp on each and every uh, every um, item that he owns and brings to the town. So, this is the second way we know that this merchandise belongs to this man. And as a result, everything, every item, each and every item in the pile of merchandise he brought to the town declares indicates that they belong to him everything in the pile belongs to him they have a sign on on them which contains a meaning which indicates that the property the the, the items in the pile and therefore the entirety of the pile is his İşte şu halde her bir şey o zatı manen gösterir. Here everything in effect shows that person. Points to that person, the, the, the one merchant who can have all this property. 
So he is the only merchant who can have the entirety of this property, but we also have an indication on each and everything that he is the owner of that thing, right? In this case, the thief will not be able to deceive the guard because if the thief comes and says, look, all of this is his, I understand, but this little piece, this little china bowl here is mine. It must have mixed in. The guard can take the bowl, turn it over and see at the bottom the seal of the merchant and the thief will not be able to steal it. Aynen öyle de tevhid dahi iki çeşittir. Similarly, or in the same exact way, monotheism is of two sorts. And this is all we want. We want to know God. We want to excel in our monotheism, in our understanding of, in our internalization of, in our experience of Tarheed, in our experience of the unity, oneness of God. In the same way, monotheism is of two sorts. Biri tevhid-i ami ve zahiridir ki, Cenab-ı Hak birdir, şeriki naziri yoktur, bu kainat onundur. One is the superficial and ordinary conception of monotheism, which in which the person says, Almighty God is one, he has no partner or like, and this universe, this cosmos, is his. Is there anything wrong with this? No, this is Tawheed. One who has this understanding, one whose heart affirms the statement is mu'min, is a believer, and inshallah, he is deserving of Jannah, the paradise. However, there is a danger in it. There is a danger in it. The person recognizes the entirety of the cosmos as the property of God, but then when you go into day-to-day -day interaction, his or her day-to-day -day interaction with his surroundings, that notion may be lost. You know, I go to the mosque, I pray, I bow my, uh, I bow down, I, I lower my head to the ground, I put my forehead on the ground and I say, I glorify God, God I, I prostrate before him, I worship him. And then I come out of the mosque and I am sick. I go to the doctor. The doctor gives me medicine. And I think that it is the medicine that cures me. No. We lost. We lost track here. It is not the medicine that cures me. I cannot. This is the, the instance of stealing. I cannot give this property to the medicine. It is God who is the healer. Ashafia. Right? God is the one who gives healing. He, he may be giving it to me through the medicine in the apparent form of things. Right? But it is still he who is giving it, not the medicine. At the moment that I attribute healing to the medicine, I attributed his property to something else. The medicine was the thief, and I was that ordinary God who did not have a 
sophisticated or sounder yeah sounder understanding conception of monotheism ikincisi tevhid-i hakikidir ki her şey üstünde sikke-i kudretini ve hatemi rububiyetini ve nakşık alemini nakşı kalemini görmekle doğrudan doğruya her şeyden onun nuruna karşı bir pencere açıp onun birliğine ve her şey onun destek kudretinden çıktığına ve uluhiyetinde ve rububiyetinde ve mülkünde hiçbir vecihle hiçbir şeriki ve muini olmadığına şuhuda yakın bir yakin ile tasdik edip iman getirmektir ve bir nevi huzuru daimi elde etmektir. The second is the true affirmation of divine unity or monotheism which is and there will be there will come the explanation of, of which is but i want to stop here for a word in turkish ustad nursi says the second one is tevhidi hakiki tevhidi hakiki and it is translated as true monotheism true affirmation of divine unity and that is correct however The word hakiki relates to the word tahkik. And in Ustad Nursi's usage, especially here, that connection, that relationship between the, the word hakiki and tahkik needs to be preserved. Because elsewhere, and in many places, Ustad Nursi uh, offers us the notion of iman tahkiki and iman taklidi. So there is a couple. There are two words that are coupled together, and to some they are not antonyms, but they they they are uh, they indicate mean different meanings of a same of the same concept. So tevhida hakiki relates to an analytical, maybe we can say an analytic uh, form of monotheism, i.e. I analyzed the information that came to me with my intellect and then my heart affirmed what my intellect concluded and there is certainty in this I came to this conclusion in the Tehide Taklidi on the other hand it is imitational Taklid means imitation I saw I was born To a family, I saw my parents saying, La ilaha illallah, there is no God but Allah. There is no God but God Almighty. I saw them saying this. I, I memorized I kept saying it. And that, that is fine. And then I internalized it. But I did not analyze the information that comes to me from my surroundings. Therefore, if my knowledge was challenged, I may be under danger. I may be in danger of losing my conviction. Now, in a society, in a community where this notion is not challenged, like say, uh, you know, 17th century Ottoman Empire, a conservative village somewhere in central Anatolia, the notion of Tawheed that people have is not challenged, therefore there is no problem. You can live your you know, entire life and then die as, as a Muslim in a state of uh, monotheism. However, in 
situations like the one that we are living in where positivism and scientism and capitalism and uh, you know atheism and agnosticism and so on and so forth all sorts of philosophical and life uh, philosophical currents and life circumstances are challenging our faith then we need to have the sounder form of of monotheism which Ustad Nursi here is saying hakiki so this does not mean that the other tafheed other monotheism was not true it is true too but this is analytic this is analytic this is maybe we can say investigational right in in this one we have uh, went through the investigation and we have realized the reality behind what we see behind the information that we are processing right so the second is the analytic monotheism which through seeing on everything the stamp of his god's power the seal of his rububiyya lordship and the inscriptions of his pen it is through this it is to open a window directly to his light from everything so everything becomes a window there's I again have my tea cup of tea and I look at my the cup and the cup becomes a window everything the desk the, the floor the tree the flower my hands my fingertips the the prints of my fingertips my lips everything becomes a window opening to his light and by seeing that light the second form of analytic monotheism by seeing that light is to confirm and believe with almost the certainty of seeing shahud we may not be seeing god and we cannot see god right but we see his signs and then sometimes uh you know through tasawwuf through disciplining the soul and the heart and refining one's esoteric internal senses through all of this one can witness higher levels of uh the signs of god you know we see his signs in the material world but there is a world of meanings as we mentioned before there are multiple world worlds concentric worlds and you know, by refining those senses why can one can be elevated to see more of these signs and this is usually what what uh you know shuhud indicates in, in in sufi in the terminology of sufism so we may not reach that level maybe reach that level but it is for the elite right and and faith is for everybody we may not reach that level but through this process of tahqiq analysis of the of the uh, information that we can gather from our surrounding it from the world that we are living in we can excel to a point in which we can uh, attain a perpetual awareness or a continual sense of presence before the divine before god that comes close to witnessing that comes close to shuhud 
and again it is the the stamp the seal the writing the inscription the sign that we see on each and everything that will help us attain that state of let's call it almost witnessing continual presence huzuri continual presence before our lord so this is why the stamp is so important and one can think of i would say 90 percent of the recital nur as openings of those stamps before our eyes before our intellect right and the first secret of the second station of the 14th flash bedouz on said nursi is opening this is such a profound issue here opening before our eyes showing us when i say open like showing us three of those stamps three of the uh, probably the most prominent most obvious stamps <clears throat> so let's go back and uh, read the first secret of the second station of the 14th flash again with this understanding with the understanding of what he means by a stamp Bismillahirrahmanirrahimin bir cilvesini şöyle gördüm ki kainat simasında arz simasında ve insan simasında birbiri içinde birbirinin numunesini gösteren üç sikkeyi rububiyet var. I saw one manifestation of Bismillahirrahmanirrahim as follows. On the face of the cosmos, on the face of the earth and on the face of mankind are three stamps of lordship one with one rububiyet one within the other and each showing samples of the others or each pointing to the other each containing the notions of the other biri kainatın heyet mecmuasındaki teavun tesanud teanuk tecavübden tezahür eden sikkeyi kübrayı uluhiyettir ki bismillah ona bakıyor the first is the great stamp of uluhiyet divinity which is manifest through the mutual assistance cooperation and embracing and correspondence of all beings in the totality of the universe again totality is a keyword in each of these stamps in the totality of the universe and the meaning this meaning is indicated contained in bismillah in the name of god now it will become more clear as we read through the second stage uh, second station of the 14th flash why one is contained in god the other is contained in ar-rahman and the other is contained in rahim the more general the more we go to the beginning allah allah is love the jalal right is the name of god the private a specific special name of God and it relates to all of his names so therefore it's the most general and then Ar-Rahman it is more general in this understanding it's more general than Ar-Rahim so this will become more clear inshallah 
küreyi ağır simasında nebatat ve hayvanatın tedbir ve terbiye ve idaresindeki teşabüh, tenasüb, intizam, insicam, lütuf ve merhametten tezahür eden sikke-i kübra-i rahmaniyettir ki Bismillahirrahman ona bakıyor. The second is the great stamp of divine mercifulness, Rahmaniyet, which is manifest through the mutual resemblance, uh, proportions, orderliness, harmony, and favor and compassion. Right, the word for compassion here is Marhamet. And the disposal, caring for, oversight, and administration of plants and animals on the face of the earth earth and this meaning is contained in in the name of god the merciful bismillahirrahman sonra insanın mahiyeti camiasının simasındaki letaifi refet ve dekaik şefkat ve şuaatı merhameti ilahiyeden tezahür eden sikke-i ulya-i rahimiyettir ki Bismillahirrahmanirrahim'deki Ar-Rahim ona bakıyor. Then there is the exalted stamp of divine compassionateness, Rahimiyet, which is manifest through the subtleties of divine beneficence, fine points of divine uh, şefkat, compassion, and rays of divine uh, compassion, here the, the words merhamet, on the face of man's comprehensive or mankind's comprehensive nature. This meaning is indicated in Ar-Rahim, the compassionate in the Basmala, in Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So the word compassionate or the mercy giver in, in the name of God, the merciful, the mercy giver indicates this meaning. Let's read through and then inshallah finish the first secret. Demek Bismillahirrahmanirrahim sahife-i alemde bir satır-ı nurani teşkil eden üç sikke-i ehadiyetin kutsi unvanıdır. That is to say in the name of God the merciful, the compassionate Bismillahirrahmanirrahim or the merciful, the mercy giver Bismillahirrahmanirrahim is the sacred title Qudsi Unvan holy sacred title of three stamps of divine oneness is the sacred title of three stamps of divine oneness which form a luminous line on the page of the word and a strong cord and shining filament uh, in Turkish, the second part was in a different center. Ve kuvvetli bir haytıdır ve parlak bir hattıdır. And a strong cord and a shining filament. We need to open this up more too. Because some meanings again may be lost in translation. And these are key meanings. Again, the second station of the 14th flash is one of the uh, more more advanced texts of the Risale-i Nur that, that therefore contains more advanced meanings 
and in, it is really difficult to convey all of them in straight translation, especially if a set of terminology has not been already established in the language to which we are translating, in this case that is English. And to be fair, almost all of these words that contain such subtle nuances were uh, incorporated into the Turkish language and into many other languages of Muslims, like to Persian, to Urdu, I, I don't know Malay and you know some of the other languages, but I'm sure that is going to be the case in those languages too. They are incorporated into these languages from Arabic. And therefore, inshallah, one day we will hope that um, these words, words that were chosen by God to um, to describe himself to mankind in the Quran will be incorporated into English too. And until that point, one who wants to excel in this knowledge should pay some attention and try to learn these words. And once they are internalized, they will become gateways to lots of meanings in their intellect, in their minds, and in their hearts. So, <clears throat> that is to say, Demek, we are summarizing uh, and providing the upshot of uh, the first secret of Basmala, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. That is to say, in the name of God, the merciful, the compassionate, the mercy giver, is the sacred title of three steps of divine oneness. Here the word that is used for oneness is ahadiyat, ahad. Uh, and probably all Muslims who are praying their daily prayers will uh, be using this word at least a few times on a daily basis uh, when they recite or if not on a daily basis, they will use it you know, many times in in their daily life when, when they recite قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدْ سُورَةُ الْإِخْلَاسِ قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدْ اللَّهُ الصَّمَدْ لَمْ يَلِدْ وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدْ As we had uh, mentioned before, ikhlas means sincerity in purpose, purity of purpose, purity of intention and uh, purity in general and this chapter of the quran which is the third from uh, last chapter of quran was named surah al-ikhlas the chapter of ikhlas because it it uh, describes god in such a uh, succinct and and profound way in such a pure way and that was named Surah Al-Ikhlas. And in it, we have the word Ahad. Qul, say, Humallahu, God is Ahad. God is one. Now, it could be God is one, in, as in, Qul, Humallahu, Wahid. Right? Humallahu, Wahid, which is also correct, which is a name of, one of the names of God too. But, and, and it also means one. So, the word that could be used here for one could be Wahid or Ahad and they, are, they, are, they both mean one 
but there are uh, subtleties, subtle differences between the two and Ustad Nursi will be providing us with one of those subtleties in the second station of the 14th flash here as he as he provides us those secrets of Bismillah and it is a primary difference in connotation that then pervades into our understanding of all of God's names and attributes as they manifest uh, on the creation so it's a very key concept simply translated it means one oneness and all these three steps that we talked about on the face of the cosmos on the face of the earth and on the face of mankind he says are sacred titles or or as they are indicated in Bismillahirrahmanirrahim right therefore these three names that are indicated in Bismillahirrahmanirrahim i.e. Allah, Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim are sacred titles of stamps of divine oneness they are titles that we can read in a stamp right in a in a in a sikke right so the, a, a stamp may be a shape right the children play with stamps and they can stamp you know shapes of animals shape of animal, fruits apple and so on and so forth but when we say sikke in in turkish and in arabic too a, a sikke will contain the name of the person in whose name the stamp is placed right so this is a title that is inscribed on the stamp the stamp is on the face of the cosmos the stamp is on the face of the earth the stamp is on the face of mankind and in the stamp is written allah ar-rahman ar-rahim as sacred titles of the owner the possessor and caregiver and the and and the uh, guardian and the and the lord and the god of all of these things and this these stamps are stamps of divine oneness I, it is his name and it also indicates that no one else but him and as i said it will come but briefly, when we use ahadiyat as opposed to wahidiyat or ahad as opposed to as opposed to wahid, what we get from that is the concentration of all of the names and attributes that whose manifestation results in the creation and appearance of the object of the phenomenon of the thing that we are observing that we are looking at together on that object the concentration of, of all of those names together on that object and them together pointing to one source this is ahadiyat when we say wahidiyat or al-wahid al again god is one 
we refer not to the concentration of all of, all of those names on uh, one object, the concentration of the manifestation of all of those names and attributes on one object, but rather on uh, generalities, on types, on kinds, on like say mankind or animal kind, on the totality of things. And the, the when we say the totality of things, this is relative. If I say um, tree in relation to plant, this is a specific. This is a particular. And this is from logic. In logic, uh, you know, there are these concepts of particular and general. And Ustad Nursi takes those two concepts from uh, the, the, the study of logic and applies them to uh, theology. He is not the only person who does it, but he does it in such a masterful way. And by applying those two concepts to theology, he opens up many secrets of, the, of knowledge of God, divine knowledge before us. This is one of them. Okay? So a tree in relation to plants is a particular. Plants in relation to animate beings is a particular. Animate beings in relation to things all things, everything, is a particular. However, a tree in relation to pine or willow or plane tree is a general. Pine in relation to tree is a particular. Pine in relation to a particular species of pine is a general. A particular species of pine in relation to one individual pine tree that is standing on a specific place that we can point to and say this tree is a general and this tree in relation to pine is a particular so that's clear a hadiyat is the concentration of all of the names and attributes that are manifest on a specific object together and and because of that manifestation then pointing to the one remember at the beginning we said that we can see that stamp on each and everything right each and everything each and every phenomenon in the creation is actually a manifestation of god's various of God's names and attributes. And again, here the word we are using is a hadiyat, oneness. Yani, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, let's say uh, something about the use of the word strong cord and shining filament, right? These are, these three stems together form a luminous line on the page of the world, a strong cord and a shining filament. What do we mean by this? Right on the page of uh, not the world in the sense of the 
the earth planet earth but world in the sense of existence alam is the word, word that is used here so on the face of the cosmos let's say right bismillahirrahmanirrahim is a sacred title of three stems of divine oneness which form a luminous line on the page of the cosmos on the page of existence what does this mean this means that the cosmos is a page with written text on it the cosmos is a book to be read the great book of the cosmos or, or the great book of the universe is the way that Ustad Nursi refers to it and it, it, it is not his uh, he is not the one who invented this uh, phrase it is used before both in Muslim and Christian contexts and it seems it was uh, transferred to the Christian context uh, you know through the translation of Muslim texts uh, you know, right before and during the Renaissance the cosmos is a book to be read right and on that book on one of, on, on the page on a page of that book we see these three steps and they they they they provide us they constitute a luminous line it's it's a shining line that you cannot miss if you are reading it with the right state of mind and if your eyes are sound and if your heart is sound and so on and so forth you cannot miss it is a shining line on that page it is a strong cord why a cord because it connects each and everything to God right it is like a cord in in, in the realm of meanings you can if you, if, if you had access to the realm of meanings we could see these stamps as cords that are tying connecting each and every object straight to the Lord so if you go back to our metaphor uh, of the merchant who was uh, merchandise came to the town not only that his stamp is inscribed or stamped on each and every object but there is a filament or cord that that that is tied to him he holds all of them in his hand and if the thief wanted to come and you know take it away if he pulled it he could not pull it he could pretend to hold it in his hand and he could deceive uh, the guard who is looking at you know as if he is holding it but he could not take it away in reality no thief can take nothing from the lord no medicine can in reality steal the function the act of healing from god we may deceive ourselves we may be deceived to think that that is the case but that is not the reality we would only be misperceiving reality we would not be changing reality yani bismillahirrahmanirrahim yukarıdan nüzul ile semere-i kainat ve alemin nüshay-i musabarası olan insana ucuda yanıyor ferşi arşa bağlar insani arşa çıkma bir yol olur that is through being revealed from above and here the word above obviously uh, is metaphorical right God 
sends things down, right? This does not mean that we attribute place in space to God. This is metaphorical. Uh, it, it can be understood as the elevational rank, or it can be understood as things being revealed by God somewhere high above in the cosmos and then coming down to earth, which like the, the, the uh, you know, God's word is first revealed on Arsh and then uh, you know, Jibreel, uh, Gabriel السلام, takes it from there and brings it down to the Prophet وسلم, and this is Nuzul, this is sending down, this is coming down, right? But this is not an indication of God uh, attributing place to God in space, right? So that is through being revealed from above, the tip of Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim reaches all the way down to man, who, or mankind, who is the fruit of the universe. And this is another concept. Uh, inshallah, we will open it up later. This is, we are already. Over an, over an hour, mankind, which is the fruit of the universe and a miniature copy of the um, cosmos. It is a way for man to, uh, it, I'm sorry, it binds, it connects the lower world, Farish, to the divine throne, Arsh. It is a way for man to ascend to the divine throne. There is that rope, there is that cord. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim is a cord. And we said it connects each and everything. It connects mankind to God too. So if you hold that cord and keep climbing and climbing and climbing, it connects the man, mankind, to the, to the divine throne. It provides a cord, a path to ascend to the divine throne. In one word, in one phrase, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, which we say at the beginning of everything as Muslims, and we are supposed to say, and we say at the beginning of everything, that means at the beginning of every act, we have a way to ascend to the divine throne. And that's such a blessing for the fruit of the universe, mankind as a fruit of the universe. If you imagine a tree, right? The tree is a, a, a fruit, say an apple, is connected to the tree with a stem, and then the stem connects to the branch, and then the branch connects to a larger branch, and then that connects to the uh, stump, and the stump connects to the roots, and the roots connect to the earth, right? It is the stem that this, this whole line that con continues. There are fibers that are that are continuing throughout that entire edifice, right? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim is the filament, the fiber that connects the the fruit, which is mankind. And again, we will understand why we are referring to mankind as as fruit later on. Inshallah, it connects the fruit to the roots, to the source. To the origin, to the source of everything, to the originator of everything, to the creator of everything. Inshallah, may God help us understand these meanings and realize them and actualize them in our lives.
May God help us realize this meaning each time we say Bismillahirrahmanirrahim as we walk on the face of the earth, as we interact with other uh, fellow humans in the, in the mankind, as we turn our eyes and look at the sky at night and see the stars and breathe in the cosmos. Subhanaka, la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana. إنك أنت العليم الحكيم وآخر دعواهم أن الحمد لله رب العالمين